I love to laugh. I love to have fun. And if you can do that at the same time, fight and, and get tired and have the warrior feeling, I think that's the best combination. <laughs> Welcome to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. I am Chip. And I'm Chris. And this is episode 49 of the show. I know, it's crazy. We're almost there. It's crazy. <laughs> you almost made it. We've almost made <laughs> We've it. We've almost done it. On this week's episode, we have a longtime friend of the show who we're lucky enough to meet in Catalina back in the day, 10 years ago, it feels like, Helen Vikmar. She was a previous guest way back in episode nine of the podcast and again in our Atala Engadin course preview episode. And it's great to have her back on the show to talk about her story and how she's perpetually building community in her hometown of Gothenburg, Sweden. More on that later. Now for the Adventure Time segment. So COVID has been taking off as we've all been watching and the restrictions are about to be reinstituted or or resurrected in Northern California or in California altogether. So we're worried that the state parks may officially be quote unquote closed Chris has a rough map, which looks very similar to the opening credits of Lord of the Rings. Um, for <laughs> it looks the very- like Mordor. Mordor. I saw Mordor on there. Did you just print that off off uh, Google? Oh, Google man. Image? Maybe I had the wrong map. Damn. <laughs> the, the wrong map. Uh, for the first test exploration at Lake Sonoma. So we're hopefully going to get out there and be safe and, and see what happens if, if we try to explore up there. But we're, we're, we're definitely excited about finding a new swim run course. Yeah, and something I was thinking about while I'm like basically printing this out and getting a little thing to make sure I'm getting the distances and stuff right. You have a sextant? I do. Ooh. Yeah. Should we bring it with us? <laughs> when we that I mean that might poke us and stuff. Yeah. Um but uh but yeah, I was thinking of Brent Molesbury's episode where he was talking about how Lars and and Jeff Cole were essentially like, hey, we have this Google map. This is going to be great. That's pretty much what I'm using. So I'm sure it's going to so be we should similar. Be ready. We'll be ready for... <laughs> Got to be ready for anything. Ready for anything. Now on to this week's shout outs. Yeah. So this week we're shouting out Joseph Dickinson. He's been a longtime listener of the show and has always been great about giving us feedback, which we just super appreciate. And we just hope to see him out at a race in 2021. But here's a tip out, tip of the hat to you, sir. Thank you, Joseph. Thanks for being a listener. Now for This Week in Swim Run, powered by RaceID.com. We didn't hear about any new swim run events this week taking place other than the freezing cold day at Hella's Frostbite Swim Run, which inspired our cold weather open water swimming essentials gear talk episode, which came out this week as well. And it doesn't look like it was any warmer this week. Another news, if you're interested in checking out Finland and scoring some Otila merit points in the process, the Folkhansen Swim Run nice just job. opened up registration, also on raceid.com, for next year's event that will be held on September 18th, 2021. The race looks really dope, and there's three distances available, team and solo categories for those interested in that sort of thing. Yeah, finally, our friends Fanny and Desiree's Champions Christmas Challenge is into its second week. The social media theme for this week is animals. So I guess post up your workout pics of your best leopard print tights. Chipper, you might have to dig those up. I will. Uh, Bunny ears, butterfly wings, or whatever you have for a chance to win some awesome prizes. I saw someone had a shark shark head they were doing swimming in. Yeah, that's 
yeah, actually swimming. I mean, it was pretty scary, I yeah. thought. But yeah. uh, the prizes look great. A head prizes swim are run. awesome. Somebody won like a, a Talal race entry and stuff. It's crazy. Wow. Anyway, get on that, people. And there is a certain low tide boy raining high, high on the heap and the leaderboard of this. I'm not going to say who, but it isn't me. <laughs> All right. Now for the low tide boys update. So as mentioned, our last latest gear talk episode with the Swim Run Labs ladies, Annie and Brooke, is all about the essentials for cold open water swimming. It's out now. We recommend checking it out while you're cozied up in your dry robe or similar warm thing with tea, cocoa, or coffee in some cases. There's no bigger updates this week, just a minor programming alert. You may have heard this before, but we're going to be taking a week off. And we actually sort of mean it this time. So the last week in December, uh, there won't be any new Gear Talk episodes. And there won't be our kind of normal interview style podcast. The show. Yeah, we won't have a podcast show. But having said all that, we are thinking about dropping some shorter 15 to 20 minute kind of yeah. episode. It's just, gonna- so, just so we don't lose touch with everyone. And we know everyone yeah. misses our voices every week. Yeah. So we'll give you something special for the holidays. And that's TBD. I'm trying to get Chipper to take a week off, just like I tried months and months ago. But hey, you know what? You never know. Might be a Christmas miracle here. <laughs> now for this week's interview with Helen. Yeah. So it was really great to chat with her about her story. Um, you know, for those who don't know who she is, she's the mother of three. She's head of operations at Arc Sports and just happens to be like a tremendously badass swim runner and also one of the sport's best ambassadors. For sure. Um, Add on to that that she's just super cool. So there's that. Um, In this interview, we chatted with her about her athletic origin story after starting a family, how she met and teamed up with her racing partner, Isabella Hedberg, we love, and how she builds community wherever she goes. This was a fun one, and I think that all our listeners will enjoy this conversation. I also think that. Yeah, then we are in agreement. We're simpatico. Yeah, and if you're listening to this and you think it's great, feel free to give us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Five stars. Five stars, baby. Five stars. Tell your friends. Spread it around. Also, don't forget about Helen's Instagram account, My First Iron Woman. That'll all be linked in the show now, so go check that out. So, without further ado, here's Helen Weekma. Enjoy. Enjoy. On the show today, for the first time, three-time Low Tide Boys guest, Helen Wikma from Sweden, joins us today for her first solo appearance on the podcast. Thank you, Helen, for joining us. Thank you for asking me again and again. again. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, we like people that like us. That's true. I don't know. I don't know if that's just human nature, but... So the yeah. first time that we chatted with Helen was with her and Bella after, literally, after Catalina, Otila Catalina in, yep. in March. We yeah. got a race report that evening. And then Helen also contributed to our Inkadin course preview earlier yeah. in the summer. Right. Yeah. And uh, we thought... Uh, you're very, you're like an onion. You have so many layers, so many things going on. You're on the trainer right now. You have, uh, your own podcast, my first iron woman, Instagram account, very inspirational. So we wanted to kind of, 
kind of unpack that and, and dive into dive into that. You just posted on there. It's a great follow on Instagram. Besides the Low Tide Boys, it's probably one of the top five accounts you should be following on Instagram. <laughs> you just kind of posted your whole story about how that account got started yes. from you doing an Ironman, was it Copenhagen or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's hear about that story. Yeah, so... Um... Uh, I, I started uh, training 2014 and, and I couldn't really walk. I um, had done three uh, large, upper, what do you say, surgeries on my okay. knees. So, and then the doctor told me that I couldn't train anymore. And I, I actually thought that was true. So I stopped training. Before that, I was uh, playing handball on a on a high level so I trained a lot but after the last surgery I decided uh, to do as the doctor told me to and stop training and then life uh, continued and I ended up with the three kids and realizing that I couldn't really play with them as a 29 year old woman and then I I was sitting on this uh, beach and thought to myself that I have to do something about this. I have to uh, start training to be able to play with my kids because uh, they are quite energetic as I am. Uh, I wasn't at that time, but uh, I am now. And uh, so I started to train with strength for six months. Forgot to focus, like previous in my life, I, I focused a lot on weight. Like I, I want to weigh 65k that's a perfect weight for me but okay at this time i that wasn't the aim that wasn't my goal the goal was to be able to play with my kids and that seemed to uh, make me focus more and actually work towards that goal so that was how everything started after the six months with strength i actually could walk again and that was amazing and I could start run after my kids very short time because I couldn't breathe after like 300 meters or something like that. But at least I could uh, run again. And then I started to run like 1K, 3K, 5K and realized that I actually enjoyed running. Yeah. Then I realized that, oh, I'm running quite long distance now. And my brother started to train as well. He also lost a lot of weight. And then we decided that we have to do something about, about the love uh, for training. So he asked me if I wanted to do the Copenhagen Ironman with him. And of course I said yes. <laughs> how, how much time did you have? Did you have like, was it like three weeks later or did you put in a full on training we we did this uh, half uh, Ironman in uh, in Schoen, uh, in Sweden. Then, I mean, I have never followed a, a training plan or a schedule or you. Ha I have to run this much to be able to uh, complete a, a marathon on, mm -hmm. on X uh, hours. Like, I've never done that. But I want... So we decided one year before... But the actual, like in January 2017, I started my account and then I decided that I had to step up my game a bit to be able to feel good on the starting line of Copenhagen Ironman. 
Good idea. So I I think a lot of people, and I I can speak personally for myself too, I kind of definitely got tied up and and that's sort of very similar journey into fitness, uh, you and I, is, you know, at some point there just kind of was this one moment that I was like, I don't, I can't be the way that I am right now and overweight and and you, you can't work out. This is before kids and everything. Um, and then, yeah, so you kind of changed like your 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 motivation wasn't obtaining the certain number weight, whatever the number is. It actually was you want to be able to hang out with your kids and, and enjoy them and, and match their energy uh, yeah. because we're both parents as well. And yes, it is. Uh, it is exhausting. It does require a lot of energy, <laughs> a lot of energy required for children. So you did the Copenhagen Ironman. How did it go? Yeah, so uh, it did. Yeah, it went very well. I uh, didn't have a set goal, but I wanted to uh, complete it before 12 hours. And I crossed the finish line at 11.55. Nice. Oh, perfect. Phew. Yeah. So, but uh, I also had this, um, I almost couldn't run because I hurt my knee during a race during the summer before Ironman. So I completed it at least. But then I, I... when I crossed that finish line, I said, like, okay, I have to do this again because next time I can probably run a bit faster. Mm-hmm. So that was triggered me to continue. And then where did kind of swim run join into your your sort of your training and your racing? Because you're still doing triathlons now, but obviously you're a very influential figure in the swim run community. 2016, we did this uh, half uh, uh, th- uh, half Ironman in in Sean. and actually, like two weeks after that, me and my brother we did this um, Ten Island swim run in Gothenburg. We have never heard about it before. I think we had this uh, full length swimming uh, suit, and uh, I had never uh, crawled before. Oh. So uh, we had this. <laughs> we had this. Wait, wait, wait! Uh, Hold on. You did the full Ironman swim, and you didn't do a a free st- uh, front crawl stroke. Uh, yeah, but uh, it was very uh, like it was my own style. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, it didn't go very well, but I I managed at least. <laughs> but. Uh, so, so me and my brother, we did this and um, he, he has a very good confidence. So he said like, yeah, I'm a very experienced swimmer, so I can drag you the whole race. And it ended up like both of us throwing our, this is not good for me letting you know this, but we actually had a pool boy in the start. But after the first swim, we throw that away <laughs> because we were like, what are we supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> that's funny so it was yeah we didn't know how to do anything yeah it was terrible he dragged me all the way and uh, i think it was the last swim yeah both uh, of us ended up uh, cramping the last swim and just uh, laying still and laughed uh, and yeah it was terrible but we i think we ended up like in 15th or something like that in mixed class nice uh, Okay. But we had a lot of fun, and everyone laughed at us, and we laughed, and um, it's almost like uh, it is. Well, me I now. mean, I, I think that's sort of the the, 
the hidden contradiction of swim run. Like you said, it was really hard and it was awful and you didn't know what you were doing, but then you're at the same, in the same breath, you're like, but we had so much, so fun. much fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's strange when you think about it. Yeah. But yeah. So we, so we started at the same time with swim run and, and, uh, and triathlon. And after that race, I decided to find a, a teamie to try some more races. So 2018, I, I, 2017, I did like three small uh, competitions with another girl, Frida. And yeah, we had good time. And without out, shout out to Silva. Was it? Frida. 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 Okay. Yes. Nice. And then so you progress there. And at what point you, you do work for ARC as well in their marketing department, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm a head of operation. Oh, uh, sounds so, fancy. That does. What a yeah. title! Yeah, I decided it myself. So that, those are the best titles, yeah. the ones you give yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, Arc is a small company, and we everyone working just to get as good as possible. So we're doing everything, almost everyone. Yeah. yeah, it's like startup, yeah. startup land, startup life. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally get that. So, was your first swim run experience with your brother dragging you all over the ten, the ten islands? Did you have a yeah. similar uh, attraction to swim run as you did that kind of first Ironman Copenhagen? Yeah, yeah, but I did, and but I mean, I love to laugh, I love to have fun, and if you can do that at the same time, fight and and get tired and have the warrior feeling, I think that's the best combination. Yeah. You feel like a she Hulk, yeah, and like a laugh. Viking. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's funny. So in that respect, you know, swim run is definitely a better sport because you have someone to laugh and chat with and. You know, you can yeah. be sort of ridiculous together rather than, I guess it's weird if you're doing an Iron Man and you're just talking to strangers <laughs> and screaming and stuff. Yeah. They'll probably Who's tell you to stop drafting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too close. Yeah. Hey, why are you riding next to me? This is a race. <laughs> so anyway, have you heard of swim yeah. run? What are you getting for lunch after this? I might get a burrito. Uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe I should do like that. Yeah. And right. so... I just love your Instagram account so much because you are, you're like the out, you're the outdoor ambassador for Sweden. It feels like <laughs> that you're meeting up with, it seems like no less than 10 people on a daily basis to go <laughs> ice swimming or go and do a swim run or ride your bike. So like, tell us a little bit about kind of the endurance in the swim run community in, in wherever you live in Sweden. Yeah, so I live in Torslanda in Gothenburg and we have a, a really good community. I think maybe we're like 40 people loving swim run, running, bike, uh, doing crazy stuff. Every day it's like, do you want to join me for this? Do you want, you want to join me for that? And also around Gothenburg, it's small communities that um, invite everyone to um, to join them on their adventures and showing like trails where where they live and uh, and seas and ocean and yeah it's it's a never ending uh, adventure here actually that sounds so, so amazing yeah. <laughs> 
That sounds great. Uh, yeah. So, I'm so, so, happy. so with that, so it sounds like, you know, it's actually not that dissimilar to when Chipper and I were training super hard and doing triathlons, it's, you know, all your training group, you basically would make your date for what you were going to do the next day, the night before. It's like, oh, well, this guy's going to go do this 50 mile ride. Do you want to do that? Oh, well, this dude is doing like a two mile swim. Um, Is it kind of like that where you just have all these opportunities and you just have to decide which one you feel like doing that day? Yes, exactly. And I think that's the reason why I can't really do this training plan or schedule because I want to be able to uh, do whatever pops up. Uh, Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of that philosophy just in general about not necessarily being on a training plan and just being really fit and just being able to do what you want. So so I think, you know, totally, totally down with, with that strategy. But despite that, you have been a pretty high level uh, swim runner. So so did did you ever put any specific work like when you were qualifying or racing the world championship or, or how, how did that come into play with this with this lifestyle that you have yeah but it's more like the lifestyle uh, gave me the opportunity to to compete mm. on a high level i didn't uh, plan any extra uh, workouts to to be able to uh, stronger or faster uh, but of course it's a motivation to know that i and Bella had the opportunity to probably uh, be on the podium for Attila. So if I uh, someday didn't have the motivation, I could always like, okay, but if you go out and run now, maybe you have a bigger chance to take the third place or something like that. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. So a little bit of, uh, there's, there's always somebody else doing the session that you're skipping. I guess your competition is, you know, while you're sleeping in or whatever, there's someone out running and that's, who's maybe going to beat you. Yeah. Or, (laughs) or, or your teammate, I guess. Right. Because, uh, Bella lives in Stockholm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Bella did the same thing as I, uh, so if you have the mindset, that we have that we love training uh, i think that the problem we have is that we train too much that we maybe need uh, extra rest one day and also when you're following everyone on instagram you see that everyone is training and training and training i think it's really important to be calm in in what you can achieve and what you want to achieve and and for me it's more it's more important to have fun and enjoy a lot of adventures than mm-hmm. like be the first on the podium. Yeah. And I, that's a really, really great point that you just made there because I mean, you have a, a, a great Instagram account. I love seeing all your posts and your stories and everything, but you're working out a lot. And yeah. I see that every day and I'm like, wow, she's doing every day is something different. And that's, I think mm-hmm. what's so cool. And just like you mentioned with Bella, or or whoever the partner is, it's not that you're doing nothing. You're doing something active, something endurancey, something outside in nature. It could be a trail run, it could be an ice swim, but you're doing something for a lot of the time. And I think for people to kind of really have, I guess maybe the confidence that the the actions and the the, the plan or no plan that you're doing 
Mm. or you, the the royal you, not you, Helen. But <laughs> that's to have confidence in that, that you're doing the right things and to take that rest when it is appropriate and, and certain things like that, I think is really key. For people who haven't heard our race, our, your race report for Catalina, can you give us a refresher on how you and Bella met and started racing together? We met, uh, I I have this swim run partner, Emma, that I was supposed to compete all 2019 with, but uh, she got ill and decided to drop off um, just four days before the, the VAR race. Um, and then I, like five days before that, I uh, met uh, this really annoying, super strong uh, woman running in in my hoods the trails that I fight every day and it was nothing for her so, <laughs> so. okay I think we've all been there you're just yeah. out on your yeah. normal run and she just comes yeah. trashing through just blows yeah. past you like it's not like a horse or something yes it's galloping exactly. through yeah yeah and uh, like this annoyingly happy running around while I was like yeah an old horse or something yeah <laughs> anyway uh, uh then i when when emma told me that she couldn't uh, race i started to think about like yeah who can i ask just this four days before the race and emma and i decided that we want to try to be on the podium for Atelier. Uh, so I had quite high hopes on VAR. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's super important to have someone r- racing with you and that they know uh, the expectations. So I asked Isabella if she wanted to run this race with me. And I think it, she said yes, like in 15 minutes or so. And then I I barely knew her name. And I also knew that she could run in the hills really good. So so did you just wait one morning by the trail? You were like hiding behind the trees until you saw her go by and you jumped out. You're like, hey, you want to do a swim run with me? <laughs> no, oh. because uh, no. After she, she ran with us uh, that morning, I added her on Instagram. Uh, okay. So I saw that she had done a uh, swim run before. And then I just took the chance. Uh, I didn't know anyone else that could be so stupid to do that thing. <laughs> right, because it's like four days. It's like, hey, do you want to book a flight for yeah. Croatia at the last minute? Exactly. And and I, um, I proposed to her that I could uh, book the ticket for her. And she said yes. And just uh, like a co- coincidence, she, she told me that she lived in Stockholm. I thought she lived in Gothenburg where I live. So, uh, yeah, we didn't know that much about each other before the race. And then, then we, she, she arrived one day before the race and uh, we had a really super good connection and everything was, yeah, perfect. And we did a good race also. And then we decided to, uh, or Emma told me that I, if Bella wanted to continue race with me, 2019 I should go with Bella so she gave you what in swim run is called the partner's blessing 
Yes, exactly. She did, yeah. but I. It was a hard time for Emma. Uh, yeah. Sure. Not, not joining uh, this crazy season, actually. And then, so you you decided you and Bella became kind of a team, and you yeah. raced Catalina, and you raced extremely well. You got second yeah. place yes. in the female division, and probably yeah. was top ten overall. Yeah, oh, yeah. I feel definitely, yeah. definitely. Basically, yeah. you gave you gave the Americans a, a bit of a schooling. You took, them, you took them to school. I think they gave everyone. They gave everybody. A yeah. American, <laughs> Swedish, from wherever you're from. Oh uh, yeah, at least they heard us. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. two do race hard. I don't think anyone will will argue that with you. You put it all out there. And and yeah, and there's just a lot of screaming at each other when you're running hills. It seems like yeah. we, we heard that from other people too. It's like yeah, these Swedish women they're so powerful. They're just screaming, and we don't know what's going on. We were too we were too far back. Um, now oh. now from yes, no, that, that's actually, true. Yeah. yeah, that's actually the truth. Uh, so you have this really great community right in the heart of swim run country, and mm-hmm. and and in Sweden, and for the first time, Otolo moved to. Had a race in 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 America in the U.S. Yeah. Kind of tell, talk a little bit about how was the excitement when you kind of returned back to your community? Were were people really interested in how it went, or was it just kind of another race? Or what was the what was the temperature like, um, or what was the feelings like from everyone in the community? Yeah, I think everyone was really excited about this and uh, so looking forward to see the like the sport growing in US um and uh, i know a lot of people looking forward to to race in Catalina 2021 and ask everything about it and yeah uh but then uh, it didn't go that that way yeah, yeah. Kinda, everything kind of went sideways so <laughs> yeah. so let's let's talk about that because i mean this year looked you guys look like ready that you were going to crush and you know, put in a good effort at the world championship again and, you know, try to win that thing. Um, yeah. And Catalina was basically like first and last race of the year. Um, yeah. So, so what was that like? For, for a sport, a swim run, I think that was a shame. And uh, for ARC, uh, we had a good plan for the U.S. and we were looking forward to go and race in the U.S. Um a lot and and also like screaming out our name over there mm-hmm. uh, showing their good suits and all the gear so but for me personally i think this year was like a blessing i needed some pause from the hectic racing that i did 2019 i don't know how i think i did like 14 or 15 oh. quite hard race yeah like all of them yeah, all of them. And Every then race. I also did like triathlons and small swim runs. And yeah, so I think I just needed to to pause a bit and uh, just enjoy training and not be that... Uh, Caught up even, in everything, kind of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I, I miss uh, the event. I miss the people. I miss uh, like, yeah. Yeah, totally. And and actually, you're not the first kind of swim runner to mention that to us. I mean, I know Fanny mentioned that to us as well. We've had a couple of other people that are like, this kind of break that happened that was forced, nobody Mm -hmm. had a choice in it, but it ended up being a really 
kind of a nice thing that it's kind of you get to go back, you get to take a break. There's mm-hmm. no races, so you don't have to really be training super crazy for anything. You can kind of go back to what the spirit is of of being in nature and and doing your own thing and and doing what what comes to you and not trying to force it. Um, and I feel like that really helped a lot of people. Yeah, and also I think I have met more swim runner this season across Sweden and and uh, the small races and yeah all these spontaneous trainings and adventures mm-hmm. that everyone invites to i have no, i the 2019 and 2018 i didn't have the time to to uh, try that out and yeah. now now we can do this uh, more yeah more like a experience and uh, enjoy nature more instead yeah. of just forcing the the course and screaming that's uh, that's fantastic and I really love that but I still yeah 2020 isn't that bad <laughs> at least right I mean yeah. I, I think I think there's something to be said kind of to echo what, what Chipper was talking about but it sounds like um, you know 2020 could have been really positive if you allow it to be and mm-hmm. if you're in that place mentally now I think for us, it was easy for us because we have kids, so it's easy to kind of focus on that. Yeah. Um, do you think that's the same for you? It's like, hey, you know what? Like, there's obviously more important things than swim run. Um, but but what was like? What was it about sort of your experience that made you be like, all right, this is a great opportunity to take a pause and reset and do all this stuff? Uh, I mean, so I think I'm quite a positive person. I think that's how I I handle things, maybe to see the positive things uh, about about this. Of course, I can be really sad and angry not doing all the race, but I, I see this as a good opportunity to, to pause and to enjoy uh, different trainings and adventures and meet other people and and maybe reach people that I haven't had the time or, or chance to meet. Yeah great i mean it's it's i think that positive attitude is we need more of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but of course we can't really neglect that it's uh it's a shitty year right <laughs> yeah for for some oh, totally. there there is is never going to escape that but uh <laughs> yeah you've how many different little community kind of swim runs is this are you teaming up with another kind of organization that we saw Oscar at a few of those kind of doing some announcing and everything. So is there a little community or is it just your, your kind of your 40 people training group and they're inviting their friends and that's how this kind of grows. So the, the one Oscar um, is a part of is it's um, it's just uh, four people decided to start the race where they live and oh, okay. uh, and they love swim run and they want to uh, invite everyone to see their beautiful course that I have in, in, in the West Coast here. It's different from a lot of, of uh, races in Gothenburg is in the small lakes, but this one is in the ocean. So it's quite different and not everyone have tried that. So they wanted to show the swim runners this, this part of the swim run. Yeah, like showcase. It's like, hey, we we've, we've been training on this amazing piece of of nature. Let's uh, bring people out to share it. Yeah, 
and they did a great job and um, they had full full races every every month uh, with 50 person participating and uh, yeah it was it was a good field right so so sweden still has a restriction that sporting events can have more than 50 people yeah it had that during the summer and mm. now i think it's 8 oh oh or okay. something like that yeah and they I think the pools are closed because we. I also noticed you were making some rather significant progress in the in the lap pool down there, getting that hundred time down to sub sub one minute. Is that? Do, do my eyes deceive me? <laughs> um, no. So yeah, the the pool is all the pool, all the the private pools are open, but they can only let in eight persons in at the same time. Okay. So you have to book your. Um, your line before you go there yeah that's similar to here so, they they kind of started that but in when did we start chris may when they reopened when did, the pool. yeah when the pool was it yeah i was like may may or june or something the the booking or lane is so nice yeah i really yeah really like and it. you know that you actually have a, a good uh, session there mm-hmm. yeah you know you have Whatever time it is, you know, at least you know, and yeah. no one's gonna. <laughs> you don't have to worry or... about people jumping in your lane and not knowing what they're doing, and oh, yeah. that's a uh, yeah. Nothing gets me more. <laughs> so, as two people who are trying to improve their swim, and we know you've been working with a swim coach, or is there anything specifically that you can kind of like call out that it's something that you've seen a lot um, of improvement with in helping kind of make you a faster swimmer, at least in the lap pool? Yeah. So the best tip that I have received from my uh, coach, Anna-Karin, is to to uh, film yourself. Oh. So you actually see what you do because like, I have been swimming for more than three years now. I think I know what I do, but when I see myself when uh, Anna-Karin is, is filming me and uh, pointing out what I'm doing... It's not at all what I think I do. <laughs> Interesting. I, yeah. I feel I might be the same way. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Or you think it, you're kicking really well, but you're not kicking at all. Like, or something. all right, Chipper, we're, fu- we're filming each other next time. Yeah, do that. Uh, and uh, then yeah, we'll send it to someone. Yeah, who we can don't tell know us. what to look <laughs> Yeah, who can we send it to that knows to correct us? <laughs> like Shane, we're looking at you. Posted. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we could just put on an instagram yeah for oh, to roast oh us. everybody i'm just sure <laughs> i'm sure nicholas would be on there shane oh. would be on there coaches just salivating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that that's uh, so but my focus right now is to uh get this high elbow uh under mm-hmm. the water oh gotcha. uh vertical high elbow pull. high elbow okay yeah so I think I have that, uh, but when when anyone filming me, uh, my arm is almost straight down. Oh, interesting! And then so you're just doing kind of different drills to practice on getting that elbow higher and more out front, exactly. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Cool. But it's yeah, it's shocking to see this. Yeah. When um, you think you have like the perfect elbow ever. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Mine would probably look oh, like a that's, that's an a old... bold claim. I'm, this is the <laughs> perfect elbow ever pull. Um, 
I'm pretty confident mine looks like an like an old spaghetti noodle, probably <laughs> something just like being weird. It actually yeah. looks like a pasta elbow, pasta. just rounded. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so Helen, uh, we'll, we'll we'll let you go with this because you know it's evening over there and everything. But you know what what does 2021 look like? Are you are you looking forward to getting back to racing? Are you going to be doing a lot of stuff with Arc? Are you going to come to America once? That's not a terribly deadly idea. Um, what's what's does the future hold for Ark? I'm hoping that everything will uh, start up again and the races will start, and we are ready to go to US and show everyone uh, the great swimrun suits and the pool boys and meet everyone. Uh, I'm following a lot of swimrunners over there and. It's always nice to to get to know some of of all swimrunners around the world. Uh, sure. So that's what I'm hoping for. But yeah, let's see. I'm not. I I think at least in Sweden, this uh, it will be hard to start the race maybe in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When is the? I saw there was a Hella's Frostbite swim run. This morning. Yeah. Yes, oh, it started now. Me and Christopher will do that on Tuesday together. Gotcha. Have fun Ooh, with that. Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah. first thing I do when I get to Sweden, whenever that is, is I'm going to, I'm going to Hellas. <laughs> I was going to get a fika. <laughs> well, a yeah, fika. we can get that on the way. Okay. What? To where? Fika. Uh, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fika. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Hellas is good. It's... it's um. Like the heart of swim run uh, in Stockholm. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Well, Helen, thank you so much for being on the show. We love again, having you. And again. Um, we love the energy that you bring. And this won't be the last time that you're on the show, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep not. your schedule open. So what, what are your plans, 2021? Oh, oh wow. Just one day at a time over here. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely in the off season right now. I mean, the first real race that's on the calendar isn't until April. Uh, so we're going to kind of stay fit, stay healthy, and see what see what kind of next year brings in. Yeah. But yeah, we're we're hopeful <laughs> and optimistic. I mean, we're, hopefully we can do what we've essentially done in 2020, which is race every swim run in the United States. <laughs> yeah, which was two. It was two. So, uh, you know, if there's more, hopefully we're racing. Yeah, there was just two races. There's Catalina and then the the Odyssey-Austin race that you... Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you enjoyed that one. Yeah, we did enjoy it. We did. Yeah, we had a great time. It was was great. We were were representing ARC for... Extensively. Yeah. Good. Really good. That was uh, necessary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it was was really nice to get one race in. I mean, we've talked about this almost incessantly at this point, but like after talking about swim run all year and learning a lot from people, like it was really nice to be able to actually just do a race and. And, and I fun. think for us next year, we might take a page out of your book and kind of earlier in the season, you know, that March April time, if if this, if it's safe enough, try to host a couple more meetups, and we're trying to plan our own kind of little adventures. Uh, yeah. for a, for a little swim run thing but but yeah just kind of uh starting to get that ground swell going a little bit more especially in the bay area here and in california we have a yeah. good socal 
Swarm Run community going with Andy Hewitt, the Monks, and the Team Baywatch, and uh, Mel, and all those folks down there. And then we're kind of yeah. trying to do the NorCal thing up here. So, yeah, I mean, we're definitely excited. Yeah. yeah let's keep growing those pockets of uh, Swarm Runners. Yeah. yeah. I had this uh, event on Zoom for um, a swim run community in the north of Sweden. And it uh, actually, yeah, it was fun. So if it's still this uh, restrictions going on, uh, that's what I'm planning to do with ARC. Love it. Nice. Events on, on Zoom. That's better than nothing, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and you get kind of more one-on-one time. You can answer more questions and do all that kind of sort of stuff. But, yeah. 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 All right, Helen. Well, we'll let you finish up your, your trainer ride. I know you probably were in zone five the whole time. <laughs> and so we're we're just impressed with that nonetheless. So anyway, really appreciate you coming on and, and have a safe 2020, and we'll see you next year. Yeah, thank you for asking me to join. Yes. Yeah, always good to read your memes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. You can also sign up for a newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, drop us an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music. And, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run activities, hobbies, and other bullshit we do. (laughs) Finally, you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then run to the finish line. And just keep going until you're done. Yes. Until you cross the finish line. Or run to the car. Or run to your car. Somewhere. Just keep running. Oh, he had me.